The Torah tells us there is an obligation to cling to God. Vosid Cling to God. And the question is, how do you exactly cling to a being that has no physical qualities? One which it's maybe even prohibited to think about God in the physical way, although let's leave it at that for now. How do you cling to God? This is the source for the concept of Vekas, clinging to God, commune with God. But how is that a mitzvah, to cling to God? What exactly is the maisa mitzvah? And all mitzvahs need to have an action that you can do. What exactly is the action that you're doing? So there are a number of suggestions that are brought down, although the Rambam, I believe, is probably the most... Um, is the most... Uh, is what's probably where most of the Rishonim are... Are, are, are to some extent are believing in and, and hold this is what the mitzvah is. So I guess he's the most. Uh, the, fine. Rashi says the mitzvah, which the Ram is going to incorporate, but the Rashi thinks seems to think only the mitzvah is the, not to cling to God. How can you cling to God? We'll see. The Supreme says it's impossible to cling to God. Rather, you should cling to those who cling to the word of God, i.e., the vekas b'tamidi chachamim. Cling to the b'tamidi chachamim, those who heed the word of God, and through that you'll come somehow to cling to God. Rashi actually says, but what, what does that mean? He says, do business with the Talmud Chacham. Why should you engage in business with the Talmud Chacham? Well, hopefully they'll act more ethically, otherwise they're not a bona fide Talmud Chacham. A Talmud Chacham is not just someone who knows a lot of Torah, but someone who in, internalizes that Torah. So Rashi says, you do business, business with them because that allows them to have the necessary means so they can spend the bulk of their day engaging in learning Torah and do, in fulfilling God's word. So it seems to be a specific mitzvah to do business with someone to allow them to sit and learn. The Meshachachma is an outlier here. He takes a totally different approach uh, to this pasuk to cling to God. The Meshachachma, Rabbi Simcha Devinsk says, this is actually the source for bitachon, the mitzvah to have trust in God. How do you have trust in God? When you cling to God, when you live a life where you're constantly thinking of God and basking in God's presence, thinking about God in your life, so then you have trust that God will do what is best for you. However, the Rambam takes a, a little bit of a different approach, more along the lines of Rashi and the Ramban and the Smag, the Smak, etc. So listen, this is what today's shir is going to be about. Says the Rambam, you know what it means to cling to God? It means to connect yourself to the wise people. He says as follows, the command is to associate yourself with sages to gather with them and to constantly be involved with them in all manners of work and interaction. Not just when it comes to the Torah they're teaching, not just when they themselves are engaged in, in quote-unquote holy work. Rather, if you hang out and you're constantly in the presence of a, of a Talmud Chacham, whatever they're doing, you're with them when, they, when they're eating and when they're drinking and when they're do, doing just the regular mundane things, so what you're going to learn, he says, is from their interactions and from their actions, how exactly, not just the Torah they're teaching, but how to incorporate that Torah into their everyday life. Again, I think what the Ram is saying is a Talmud Chacham is not someone who just knows a lot of knowledge, who knows a lot of Torah. That's not a Talmud Chacham. That's someone who, who knows things. There are lots of people who know things. The computer knows things. Chad GB, the T knows things. To be a Talmud Chacham means to take it and inculcate and incorporate it into who you are. There was an article in a certain magazine, which I'm not going to say which magazine it was, a Jewish publication. Someone passed away, and they mentioned his son. They called him a Noda Tamil Chacham. This Noda Tamil Chacham went to jail for the biggest Medicaid fraud in history. I don't think he's a Tamil Chacham. It happens to be 
not a Tamachacham either, even if he was a joke very far. But he's not a Tamachacham. A Tamachacham is someone who lives a life where you can go and watch how they eat, and watch how they drink, and watch how they engage with others, and watch how they live their mundane life, and through that, you will learn a certain Torah, a certain Mesorah, that you can't learn just from reading the text, just from reading the book. So what is the Tzadik Torah? It's all, I think it's all in the same, in the same It could be you can get technical, but uh, let's, 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 let's put it at that. The Pasuk says you should cling to God. It's twice to cling to God and we should cling to Him. Shifri asks our question. Um, okay, so he didn't say that, but basically Shifri asked the question. Shifri says, how exactly can you cling to the amorphous God who is just impossible? To, you can't cling to God. says Shifri, you cling to those who cling to His word. And then he goes on to give some practical ways. That's why a person should marry the daughter of Tamachacham. And do business with them. Fine. Okay. So this is the Rambam. Cling to Tamachacham. The Rambam repeats this again, as we noted. Any time the Rambam talks about things in the Sefer Mitzvah, he's going to repeat it in the Mishnah Torah. I think it's important to see it. And says it as well. There's a positive command to cling to Tamachacham. And to their students, and through that you learn their ways. Is it possible for a person to cling to the Shechinah? Again, he repeats himself, it's important to see it there. You have to engage and Find ways in your life to engage with Tamil Chachamim. Find those points where you can have, again, what's seemingly mundane, but through the mundane, you will see how they live their lives, and you will learn not just halachas, but also what I'd say is the uh, the meta halacha of what it means to take the Torah and incorporate it into your life. The, the thing that's perplexing is when you read the Pasik, the Pasik says, cling to God. Moshe is saying, cling to God. So I think what the Rambam is trying to say is as follows. The actual mitzvah is to be close to Hashem, to cling to Hashem. The problem is, again, how exactly are you going to cling to Hashem? So the ma'isa mitzvah, the action you can do to cling to God, is to find a Talmud Chacham, someone who himself is, has this divakus, this commune, this cl- close connection to God, and it's through that you use the Talmud Chacham, not he's your pathway, although you may find some, some source in Hasidic, the Hasidic sources talk about this, but rather what he's saying is, He's going to be your way in which you could, it's almost a bridge to help you get there. What that about the Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, that's what. Yeah. Okay. Dvaram Yud uh, yeah. Again, I think what he's saying, again, not, it's not. Actually, later on. It's, it's, twi- it's twice. He, he quotes both of them, and Yud Aleph Chav That, again, I think the key is, and I, you will find sources in, in, the Hasidic, in the Hasidic sources. There are sources that say the Tamil Chacham becomes the pathway. I think the, what the Ramam is saying is that the Tamil Chacham is the bridge. That there's a vast Torah. God's all the out there. How do you can come close to God, which is the ultimate goal? You meet someone, and we both, I'm sure, hopefully encounter people who helped us get there, who, ta- who gave us insight, not just through the Torah they learned, but through the, 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 the lives and the way they exemplify the Torah that helps you come closer to God. So in a way, think about it. It's almost like Kiruv. It's someone t- it's u- utilizing the Talmud Chacham to help you to serve as that bridge. There's, I'm sure it's not, not this particular mitzvah. Yeah. 
think you're 100% correct. It's, it's, it's people. And honestly, I was, I had a conversation with someone last week, and we were talking about what they were telling me about certain people they know who are no longer religious. And I said to them, I don't think people, or the vast majority of people, walk away from religion because they read the Morning of Uchim when they have a problem. The Rambam found some sort of contradiction. I think it's the contradiction they find is within people. It's the hypocrisy they see. That, I think, is a lot bigger of a turnoff because, again, when the bridge starts to fray, when the bridge collapses, it's like how can someone who spends their days learning and engage in the Word of God and then live a life that's so diametrically opposite to what seemingly they should be living, which they should be exemplifying. And again, then the conversation is about throwing out the baby at the bathwater and recognizing the larger picture. But I think that's also something important to note over here. The min, if you look, the Minchas Chinuch, sorry, the Chinuch, excuse me, Sefer Chinuch, he called it, his heading for this mitzvah, the heading for each mitzvah, his heading is, Mitzvah's Chabura Vazvekem Chachme HaTorah. This might get a little bit to your point. The mitzvah is to chabura, as we discuss on Shabbos, to have like a close connection, a chiboy, a connection, and, a, and a, almost a commune with those who are the scholars of the Torah. And again, he goes through, he quotes a lot of the same things the Rabbim quotes. And then he says, and as he always does, the breakdown of the chinuch, as we, again, part of the discussion, you can ask Rebecca, when, we were, when she was helping with the flyer, should this be a safer chinuch shir or a safer mitzvah shir? It's going back and forth, because they really they do, they do have the same goal in mind. He opens up with the halachos. He then says what the root of it is. He says, Shorosh HaMitzvah Niglehu. He goes, this time, it's clear and apparent what the point of this mitzvah is. And it's obvious, he says, What does he say? What's the source for this mitzvah? What's the reason God said, It's obvious, and he says it black and white. So he learned to know the ways of God, may he be blessed. No mention of the Chacham here. Not that we have a relationship with the Talmud Chacham. It's no, the relationship with the Talmud Chacham is so we learn the ways of God. So he kind of says it black and white. And then he says, who is obligated in this? Everyone, male and female, in all times, all places, God came to listen to the words of the sages. Through that you should learn to know God. And someone, he says, and how do you transgress this? If you do not associate yourself with them, and fix the, their love in his heart, and strive for their good and their benefit at times when he has the ability to do so, he has violated this. You say the Chacham said this, but I don't really want to have that relationship. I think I, I, I know better. So then, so, then you, uh, so then you're over this. Now, I'm not getting into the conversation of what we say, turns to the Chacham, and what he says is the word of God. I don't want to enter that, the, what's colloquially known as Das Torah. But there is, the idea we're t- getting at is the first that when it comes to certain matters, the Talmud Chacham, hopefully someone who refines and attunes their sensibility to that of the Torah, someone who lives that sort of life, you can look at them, you can learn how to live their life. And he continues to go on, he says that, and that's what Shlomo Melech says, Shlomo Melech says, um, you want to be, you become wise? One who goes to the wise ones will become wise. It will rub off on them. And we, by the way, we see this is true. Even if someone who got intentionally, you have someone who hangs out with wise people, they end up repeating a lot of what the person will say. And it rubs off on them in a very positive way as well. You, 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 um, and then he says, this is what it says in Pirkei Avos, you, you should be the dust at, the feet, uh, at their feet. And we find elsewhere in Pirkei Avos, your house should be open, a base vav, a chamim, open your house for wisdom. This might even be a part of the mitzvah. 
that when the rabbit, when the uh, a big rabbit comes to town, a big coffin comes to town, you should be the one to say, I want to host you. Come to my house. Why? Because that's all part of serving the Tamil Chacham and having that relationship with Tamil Chacham. I noticed, I was reading, it was Mishpacha magazine, over a couple of articles reading about the certain Gadolim who passed away, and all the, I kept mentioning, like, oh yeah, he had the relationship with this rabbi and that rabbi and this rabbi when he was a little kid. Almost like it was unfair. It was like, yeah, of course, if you grew up in his house and grew up in, and, and you, then your father was this person's best friend, that rabbi's best friend, so of course you're going to have that sort of, it's going to rub off on you, it's going to affect you. And we see this to be true. So, so, so that's what that, that's that's the sefer chinuch. But then the sefer chinuch adds on, and I think this is the key to it. It's, and it's kind of we're driving the whole time. The idea is not just to go to the chacham so you learn 613 mitzvahs. That's nice, but we have a sefer Torah for that. We have all this sarum on the shelf for that. There is a meta halacha. There is there are meta ideas that you can only get through the transmission of the mitzvah. It's just the reality that there's so much more to Torah. And probably even if you want to say the bridge from taking Torah and being just an intellectual pursuit and making it life, that you can't get from a book. That you can only get the Torah's high from seeing someone who lives that life and emulating them and learning from them. In fact, that's why the Gemara in Brachla says in the Zion, it's in your source sheet, Amr Yochanan Mishra Rabbi Shimba Yerchai, Gadol Shimusha Shal Torah Yosemi Mimudo. Service of the Torah is greater than the study. What does that mean? Serving the Talmud Chacham, serving the Torah, is greater than learning it itself because ultimately, knowledge that comes from a book will fail at a certain point. It can only take you so far. It's the transmission from someone it's the tra- who can tell you how exactly it should play out. And also, by the way, I think many times the black and white binary happens when it comes from a book. When it's just you're only studying in the books, then things appear much more black and white. Nuance, the gray, the middle ground, the ability to recognize and actually analyze something and realize things are not black and white, that comes from a wise chacham who you're learning it from. That's, ju- that's just the reality. Rabbi Salvechuk points out as well that Gemara and Brachas is trying to figure out who exactly is an Am Haaretz. Who's an Am Haaretz? Someone who's, who's uh, a, a person who's, I, I can't give a de- definition now because Gemara doesn't give a definition, but Am Haaretz colloquially is someone who's unlearned. Who's unlearned? Why does the Gemara need to figure it out? So it's in the context of trying to figure out exactly when it comes to brachos and 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 joining a mizumin. So Tanurah an Ezu Amarts. Who's an Amarts? And again, they're going to certain ramifications in terms of kashrus and brachos and trumas and meisus. We just learned Israel together. So the, the Mishnah says, oh, very simple. So the Gemara says, Kol she'ena korah kriyshmash arvus v'shachrus. Anyone who doesn't say Shema in the morning and at night. Seemingly saying, anyone who's not keeping the basic mitzvah of Krishna, maybe you can even argue the basic mitzvah of Krishna incorporates Talmud Torah as well, a little Torah in the morning, a little Torah at night. Someone who's not living the basic halacha, they're not marats, and therefore we can't necessarily trust them when it comes to other areas because they're not keeping the basic halacha. They can be fine and good people, they can be upstanding ethical people, they're just, when it comes to the halacha of trust, and it comes to the halachas of certain brachos and, and being yotze, so then we, we can't rely on them. You don't have mezuzah on your door. Again, we can probably go through why each one of these in particular are chosen, but we're seeing it's, these are halachos that are seemingly important. They're grounded halachos. Tefillin are about every morning. You put on remembering Hashem every day. We just, Parshas Bo, we just discussed it. They're in there. Mezuzah is about you walk into the door every time. The Rambam says every time you walk in the door, you take a moment to think. About Hashem, Hashem's my life. I'm walking the door. Hashem's here. Okay, fine. Makes a lot of sense. Someone who's not attuned to the spiritual, to the halacha, to the Torah, they're considered an amaretz. However, 
Ratzon Hashem. That sometimes God doesn't say things explicitly, but if you have, you're in tune with the sensibilities of the Torah and God, it's clear and obvious what God wants. So God might say to Bilam, okay, fine, just go. But it's very clear and obvious what God wants. And Russia Weiss develops this at length. I was hoping to do it, but we don't have time. But Russia Weiss develops this at length, this concept of Ratzon Hashem, Ratzon Torah, that there's certain times the Torah will not say anything explicitly. I'll give you one example. This is his most famous example. Ravasha Weiss says, it says in the Torah, it's, the Gemara tells us, Tzar oppressing, causing pain to an animal, is a Doraisa. Ask Ravasha Weiss, where in the Torah does it say you're not allowed to oppress an animal? The Gemara explicitly says it's, it's Doraisa, yet you, he can't find a verse in the Torah. So Ravasha Weiss goes to the Rishon Nachron and he finds like 17 different sources, I believe, for what it possibly can be. Everything from Periko to Ina, how we're supposed to help the, up, unload the animal, unload the animal, to like, he finds like some crazy midrashim about how when Moshe hit the rock, that might have been Tzabal Echayim. Says the Rosh what's going on here? And he says as follows, sometimes it might not be explicit in the Torah, but if you can find enough sources that seem to point one way, that's what he calls the Ratzinah Torah, the desire of the Torah. Not everything can be legislated, but it's Ratzinah Torah, it's what the Torah wants. Interestingly, the footnote in Rosh piece points something out also beautifully. Footnote said that these three parts of the Torah, of, com- of command, speech, and then ruts in a Torah correspond to three relationships we can have in our life. We could be, or to God. We could be an Ebed Hashem, as in God, we're, we're commanded. It says we could be Dibor, as in a father and a son, Baramatam Hashem, we're sons of God. A father, a mother, they teach their kid. They speak to their kid, and the kid listens. And then he says, the greatest one of ruts in a Torah is that of friends. He says that it's through this great Teshuka, this feeling of love, of Ava, we come to the Ratzon Hashem. And that's one of Reim Ahuvim. When you're so in tune with someone, you're so in tune with a spouse, you know what they want even when they don't ask. Or if for that matter, they don't have to ask, you know their Ratzon. That comes from being a friend. I thought it was an interesting observation. But we're behind driving, and I think this pulls us all together. Rambam says, how do you cling to God? It's impossible to cling to God. You cling to Tamil Chacham. And through that, the Tamil Chacham serves as a bridge to God. Meaning to say that it's the Tamil Chacham tells us, really the ideal is to cling to God, but Tamil Chacham tells us how. Because, as we've been showed through many different sources, it's impossible to just look at a book and know what God wants. It tells us some of it, a lot of it, but ultimately the nuance, the grade, you know how the hierarchy of values, how to take the Torah and bring it to life, that requires someone. That requires looking at someone not when they're teaching the Torah necessarily, but when they're living their life, as the Rambam says, when they're eating, when they're drinking, when they're engaging in business, the way they live their life, from there we learn not just the command, not, which is corresponding to us being an Eved, not just the speech corresponds to us being sons of children of God, but also the Ratzon Torah, what is it that God wants, which is the Ram Ahuvim, that friendship we have with God as well. I wish you all a wonderful week.